Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 1 of using the image timeline effects for grading and look development, you worked on the first shot of a sequence whereby you applied a primary grade with the first selective. Next you applied secondary grading with masks and a key to brighten up the faces of some of the talent. In this video, you'll continue the example and learn about applying different shaders to a selective, working with multiple shaders in a selective and moving selectives around within the current image timeline effects. If you would like to follow along, please go to part 1 and start from there. So the first shot has its primary grade on selective 1 and the secondaries on selective 2. You can see the active selectives in the HUD as well as in the Selective Manager. Now there is some branding in this shot that you'd like to hide. This is a pretty common task in all sorts of production and you can use another selective to achieve this. If you just click an available selective, it is activated and the master grade is loaded by default. Just delete that by holding ALT and clicking the selective. To apply a selective with a different shader, hold SPACE and click on the selective. In the file browser, look through the list and choose the BLUR SELECTIVE EFFECTS. Dragging the value blurs out the whole image. So call up the contextual menu over the current selective and choose to draw a freehand mask. You can also use the SPACE-G keyboard shortcut. If the image is still blurred, switch to the GMask context view with F8. Now draw the mask around the branding you wish to remove. I would like you to keep the fingers, so take a bit of time drawing the mask. When you're done, press F4 to see the result view. I also suggest adding a bit of softness to the mask with a gradient point. Now choose Selective 3 in the HUD and adjust the blur over the branding. This would normally be quite sufficient, but for learning purposes, I'd like you to add another shader to the selective to obscure it even more. To add another shader to an existing selective, hold SPACE and click on the selective again. So you're back in the file browser and this time choose the dot selective effects. Select the dot selective effects tab to bring up its controls. Set the size to 0.7 and the grid scale size to 8. You can carry on adding more shaders to the selective, including multiple master grade shaders if you're that way inclined. Now the tabs provide you with an easy way to switch selective effects when working in a specific selective. However, looking at the shader tabs from left to right, the blur shader is applied first and then the dots. You can also see this if you swipe down the screen to the priority editor to reveal the order of the shaders in the selective. To reorder the shaders, just drag the blur above the dots. This changes the image processing pipeline in this selective and now you have the dots first and the blur second. If you swipe down again for the controls and re-select Selective 3, 
you will see that the shader tabs have been reordered. Select the blur and set the blur amount to 1 to see more of the dots. Scrubbing the time bar, the mask is aligned to the first frame, but not for the others. So select the mask spline in the result view and switch to the axis tracking menu to track the shape. Ensure you're using the planar tracker and analyze the movement. So the branding has been hidden from the shot. But if you ever wanted it back, ensure you select the selective and you can either mute the selective with H or delete it by using ALT click in the selective manager. Now you have three selectives and you can see this in the selective manager as well as the HUD. The more selectives you add to the image timeline effects, the bigger chance of forgetting which selective does what. A good piece of advice is to switch to the selective controls menu and start labeling the selectives. For example, click on Selective 1. Underneath the selectives unique ID, click on the custom name text box and call this Primary. Click on Selective 2 and call that Secondary. And finally, click on Selective 3 and call that Branding. You can call the selectives whatever you want, but I think you get the general idea. Now the Selective Manager does not show the names, but if you look at the heads-up display, you can see how each selective has been labelled. This also makes it easier to identify them when copying or moving selectives. For example, let's say you want to use Selective 1 to 4 to be for grading and Selective 5 to 8 for touch-up. Selective 3 can be considered as a touch-up effect, so let's copy it to Selective 5. To copy one selective to another, ensure that Selective 3 is active and SHIFT-click on Selective 5. This copies everything in Selective 3 to Selective 5. If you look at the HUD, you can see the branding selective repeated twice in the processing pipeline and the effect is doubled. By copying the selective, you would have to ALT-click Selective 3 to delete it after copying to Selective 5. So instead of copying the selective, you can simply move it. Delete Selective 5 with ALT-click and select Selective 3 again. This time, hold Control shift and click on Selective 5. Looking at the Selective Manager as well as the HUD, the branding selective has been moved to Selective 5. Selective 3 is now available for another type of look development task. So in summary, you've learned how to apply different shaders other than the master grade to a selective. This included applying, mixing and rearranging multiple shaders within the selective. Finally, for organizational purposes, you learned how to name selectives and move or copy them around the Image Timeline Effects Processing Pipeline to better suit your working styles. Now this has all been done within one Image Timeline Effects within a single segment. In the next video, we start looking at the bigger context of the edit and start copying selectives between shots 
and create a consistent look development across the sequence. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2019. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.